President Biden's top budget official and a stark warning Friday about the rapidly diminishing time that lawmakers have to replenish U.S. aid for U.S. aid for Ukraine. We're joined on the KRD Newsline by ABC's Tom Rivers at the Foreign Desk. And Tom, what is at stake if nothing is done or that aid continues to uh, maybe be backed down? Well, what's at stake? I guess the, uh, the Biden administration policy on uh, you know funding over the past two years the the war effort uh, for the side in Kiev. Um, basically, it's like a car going down the road right now. The that the wheel bearings are shot. It's kind of wobbling ar- around, and uh, what the administration wants is uh, the wheels to stay on the vehicle at least to election day. And, uh, you know, there's no real bets on whether that's going to happen or not. They want to pour more money, U.S. taxpayer money, into Kiev to try to keep that vehicle on the road, as I say, until election day. Um, and again, uh, as we talked about this in the past, uh, the Russian foreign minister said three years ago that if the West really goes back in a big way, the uh, war effort in Kiev, could be throwing good money after bad. And uh, right now they're looking at something like $60 billion is what's required for uh, Kiev, the latest package that they would like to get through Congress so that taxpayers in the U.S. can pay for the civil servants in Kiev. Um, that's the way it works out. In the meantime, I mean, the Pentagon is looking at its options too, right? How so? What do you mean? Uh, they have some limited authority to help Kiev absent new funding? Yeah, they, they did that late last month. Uh, I don't know where they found it, but they found $250 million just kind of, uh, if you will, uh, to keep some ammo going to, to Kiev. But they can't do that uh, forever. Hence, the purse strings are always guarded by Congress. And it's up to Congress to say, yes, you can have some of that money, you know, get a compromise figure that everybody's happy with, but also start doing something about uh, the, the illegal migration on the southern border that's been taken over for quite a long time now and no solution yet has come to the fore yeah and when it comes to kind of finding that you know solution and really none being there uh, you know absent of some of the u.s funding what other assistance is there for ukraine as this is you know quickly approaching another anniversary well, again, um, you know, the, just following suit, look at the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. If the U.S. pulls out, all the other chess pieces follow uh, in suit. If the U.S. doesn't get the big funding for Ukraine, we're already seeing this in, in Europe. They're saying, you know, look, we've got our own economic problems, um, stronger, in fact, uh, economic wins than you're feeling in the U.S. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to be, uh, you know, going to be anteing up even more money for Ukraine. So, you know, the big player is the U.S. If we can get the funding to Kiev, the others will follow, at least in a relatively short period of time. Long term, generally, most of the people in Europe are pretty fed up propping this thing up. And uh, the governments are trying to, if you will, hold the line and say, well, no, around the corner, there will be uh, better days ahead. Um, That can only go so far. Yeah. Because this is exactly what Putin was hoping for, is that uh, the U.S. and NATO allies would get tired of uh, the money drain that's going this way and uh, playing the long game and uh, accomplishing his strategic goals, um, you know, at terrible loss of life 
uh, though, for uh, Russia. But we'll we'll continue to wait and see how this uh, plays out. Thank you, Tom Rivers. Appreciate it. Take care.